This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. The Polo Grounds. Governor Theodore Roosevelt had set it up for the Bull Moose, his great sporting event for the ages. All of the dignitaries of the city and even the world were there. Duke Rock von Vinderland, Kame, the Japanese diplomat, Aza Candler, the nerve tonic peddler, Shandel and her campaign manager, Dora Lopez, Cato Beach, representing Onesimus Suites, a bunch of characters who are not relevant to our story, the governor, of course, as well as Eugene and Angus, to name most of them. Let us listen in on the goings-on around the stadium. Ah, what a lovely day to be a duke in New York. Here, sir, go hang up my cape. <laughs> I'm one of the invited guests, not a coat check boy. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, I see you have on a pin, my mistake. Oh, where is my valet? <laughs> Such racism! Fascinating to see it up close. Oh, in the words of Virgil, flectere senequeo superos, acheronta movebo. How quaint. They called me all sorts of terrible names when I was out on my walk. Oh, yeah, they do that. And more. One young boy ran from across the street just to scream at me to go back to my country. I was researching by poking his friend, huh. but, oh, you Occidentals are so delightfully terrible! I've learned so much. Hmm. My book on your culture will have to be a series. I'd like to hear about what snacks you have in Japan. Nearby, at another entrance... I don't want to wear this to pin! It's not a big deal, Shandel. Let me pin it on. No, no, don't touch. I can pin it. One of the good ones, it says. What does that mean, Ava? Ah, you know, with the high number of anarchists, papists, and rabble-rousers, they give these to non-white ethnics, so they know we're not a threat. What about that man? Why does he have one? Oh, he's Irish. How is it that the Irish are not white? They're whiter than the ghost that haunts my window! That just now I think might not be a ghost, but a peeping Thomas, huh? I think I need curtains. Ours is not to reason why. Ours is to get votes. I was able to procure us prime seating in the dignitary section. Straighten the pin. It's straight, Dora, it's straight! And defensive. Smile, smile. This stadium is full of possible donors. Our campaign needs that Trust money. Trust me, I know. Are you all right? We haven't really talked since I... You know, I, I, I I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> let's let's go co-mingle. Huh? Meanwhile, in the upper section... Hawthorne, what are you doing? Oh, Angus, where's Jean? The locker room. Look at all these mincing, preening hoity-toits. It's the perfect place for Onesimus to make its move. Look at Flavor's lapdog cave. He's actually very nice. Nice like a fox. 
Some foxes are nice. I just ate a great deal of pills, and I feel like I'm small and everything else is big. But not in size, but in a metaphorical way. So I'm going to curl up into a ball and try to sweat out all the colors that are starting to leak out of me. Great. I'm going to survey the area, chat a bit, and watch the game. How pedestrian. Enjoy your drug-fueled fear sweats. A little while later, back in the important businessman section. Mr. Beach, I was hoping your boss, Mr. Flavors, would be here. He's been called away, unfortunately. Uh, Belgium, I believe. That's too bad. I know he's been ruthlessly buying up businesses. Oh, well now, I would not ascribe that phrasing. No, no, no. I'm not meaning to offend. I want to be ravished and raked over the coals and have my business stolen from me. Please? I'm desperate. I never should have bought that recipe off that pharmacist. I'm solely here to enjoy this sporting match. If you would, please, just... I'll leave some sensitive financials here, and maybe some raiding of our stocks may just, uh, happen? Let's leave this desperate play and see what's going on somewhere else. Shindell! Angels, good to see you! What are you doing here? Eugene is playing. Oh, that's no good. He's very soft. The governor asked, and you know the governor. <laughs> Would you like a campaign ribbon? When is the election? They haven't told us, but I'm filing a motion to make the public election details public. This is my campaign manager, Dora Lopez. A uh, pleasure. Likewise. Shindell is a joy, as I'm sure you are well aware. I'm not. We're not. <laughs> Angus and I are just... I'm going to get some water. Water. <clears throat> I need water. And and maybe some of that corn that pops. What's it called? Kiss corn? No, no. Corn. Corn. Popping. Popping corn. Popcorn. <laughs> That's not it. Is that it? <laughs> That's it. Pop. pop. I'm going to pop my coins now. Pop. Good corn. Corn by popcorn. Nerves, what are you going to do? Take care of her. I will. She's... She's one of a kind. Not too far away from that awkward display was more awkwardness in the form of... Hey, you. Got any more Red Hots? I am not a waiter. Look at how I'm dressed. So? Can't you just go check? Oh, you know what? Why don't you go sit and wait? I'm sure something will come to you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I should have everything just brought to me. Thank you. It's like your button says, you're one of the good ones. Oh, yes, right. I am one of the good ones. <laughs> Soon. Soon. Is that you scheming Go to- Go away! Oh, Phil Sticks. Elsewhere. Konnichiwa. Mochiron. Is this the foreign national section? It is. What is that vial around your neck? Oh, <laughs> this is the Sacra Blue, the sacred pigment of my principality. I'm going to show it off at the fair of past and future, but I like wearing it. It, it brings out my eyes. Yes? Quite. I'm sure the sweet Americans will be amazed. Not that it's hard. I am to present at the fair as well. I am a practitioner of ink wash painting. I use a brush handed down for six generations. <laughs> Not to brag. <laughs> I love bragging. Your English is very good. It's so easy to learn and speak. So basic and reductive. It's barely a language, really. My English tutor was a British man. He told me how the British went around criticizing and correcting people. And I realized if those lesser pasty people could go around and do that. Imagine 
what a beautiful hypercritical superior person could do. You are very critical. But it's limiting only judging your own people. The outside world is so much worse, so... I'm sure it was hard leaving them behind. Not really. I wrote them letters, but apparently they moved without telling me as some sort of prank. What a country. What? Oh, sorry, I stopped listening and just said something hoping it would make sense. What a country. What a country. What a country. Meanwhile... Kato! I'm sorry, do I know you? Oh, um, by reputation. I know you, the second-in-command of Onesima Sweets Corporation. Oh, you overinflate my role. I am but a humble employee, a cog in a chocolate wheel. Maybe a, a caramel cog or, yeah, caramel. Perhaps you'd like to donate to our campaign. We like to keep neutral, but personally I have to say I enjoy anyone who disrupts the natural two-party order. Well, we are a bunch of good ones. Now, I have to find out where my candidate ran off to. Did you see a short, attractive Ashkenazi run by? She has that Eastern European waddle that usually is ungainly, but it works for uh, her. No, uh, but perhaps I can offer you some caramels to enjoy during the match. The bottom of the box has inspirational Latin quotes. Eat the sweets, get a verbal treat. Hmm? <laughs> Arcanum Arcanorum. Secretum Mysterium. Elsewhere? The bugger, Andrews! What are you doing wandering around and chatting with people? How are you, Duke von Vindelan? It's good to see you out and about again. Did you finish that board game? Eventually, I tired of it. Plus, my valet threw it in the trash bin. It's probably... I tried to retrieve it as much as I could, but... Oh, how I miss... That game. <laughs> oh, you're grabbing me very tightly and getting tears all over. I'm not really good at comforting. Oh, well. so many hours there. wasted. There. Oh, so close. <laughs> Is it? Elsewhile, in the upper section. Excuse me, sir, you can't curl up in a ball here. This is a no curl up in a ball zone. But if you'd like, I can show you to a spot that was highlighted in uncomfortable seating monthly. I'm too small. This event is high security, so... I'm a famous detective, so... I don't care if you're the Queen of England! Here's the problem, officer. You have 18 aggressors, each with two officers, but what you haven't counted on is the six service entrances, or the... Oh, man. It doesn't matter. I used to enjoy the thrill, the whole litany of the gum shoery, but... Listen, just move into a fetal position and I'll move on. Fine. 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 Do I have gum on my shoes? Back at the important businessman section. <coughs> Excuse me. Ah, uh, for the last time, I am not a waiter, server, coat checker, dishwasher, lamp remover, janitor, or, or any such menial job. Not that all such work is less than, but I do not exist to solve and clean up after you. I am here to watch the match as an invited guest. Please. Oh, I know. I'm here about your company. Uh, in that case, I'm not interested in any business ventures or deals or such things. My office hours are done for the day. I am here to watch the match. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want anything to do with you and your devil company. I'm Silas T. Graham. My grandfather was the right reverend, Sylvester Graham. 
inventor of the Graham's Cracker. Oh, yes. That sadly bland little beige rectangle. Yes, thank you. It is very beige. But my grandfather developed it for a righteous purpose. Graham crackers were made to repress feelings of lust and stimulation. Eating 20 grams a day keeps the carnal urges away. A noble pursuit, to be sure. And I also agree that foodstuffs can be used as a, a means to But an your end. boss, this Flavius Flavors, he allows a perversion of our holy product. What is he? Is this some sort of Greek? A Bulgarian? Uh, oh, he hails from Pennsylvania. No matter. For you see, people have been taking our sexual restrainment crackers and putting your chocolates upon them. Uh, and then adding insult to injury. These sinners are adding one of your newest confections. A marshmallow. Then toasting the whole abomination and eating it. Children! Around campfires! I hear tell. It's leading to bucolic all-night orgies. They call these devil food. Give me some more. Ah, so there is a way to turn that terrible cracker into something decadent. Huh. Uh, how, how unfortunate. Mr. Flavors returns from Belgium on Tuesday. Why not meet at his office then? We must solve this terrible, terrible problem. I thank you, sir. And Christ thanks you. I am but a loyal servant. Silas T. Graham, the sole heir to the Graham Cracker Company, did meet with Flavius Flavors, according to my research. Graham then immediately afterwards died in an unsolved trolley incident. The Graham Cracker Company was sold off to an anonymous buyer, and then merged with none other than Onesimus Sweets. Gimme Some Mores or S'mores became the official snack of the Campfire Society of America. But that's later. This is now. And now we turn to the locker room. Oh, I'm gonna tackle so hard I won't even think about my dead wife. Yes, let us bury our emotions deep. Yeah, football. What do you like better, foot or ball? Because for me, it's real. All right, bully. Listen, boys, enough chit-chat. I've assembled you all here today. Many of you are on the police force, or veterans who I served with in the war. And some are even Civil War vets. The best vets. Oh, here we go again. If it weren't for us, you'd be singing Dixie and kissing Jeff Davis's Confederate behind. Oh, really? What, what a load of bull run. Watch your yap, you hardtack suck doligger. Who's that now? Not you, Mexican War veteran. I like you. Go top shelf. What's an elf? Pay attention to me. I was at Antietam. I'm gonna make an organization only for veterans of foreign wars. The VFW, that's what we call Enough of that. I should have stepped in sooner. We can all hate and thank our fellow veterans later. Right now, we have to put on a football game to show that I'm still as athletic and rugged as ever. But it's not about me, it's for the people. Though I will be playing for both teams to keep it fair. And I'm also the head referee and cheerleader. And also, I'll be selling bootleg programs afterwards and then arresting myself for selling them and then acting as my attorney and getting myself off on the technicality. But it's not about me. I will also be the technicality. But this is about you, Lucked. Got all that? Yeah, buddy. Roosevelt, yeah. Dude. That's right. Hey, yeah. yeah, I got here late and they didn't have a uniform my size. My pants are eight sizes too big and my shirt four sizes too small. Well, you know, that sounds like it averages out to just right, Goldilocks. Yeah, <laughs> you Goldilocks. <laughs> Goldilocks. Okay, all right, enough hazing. Eugene's a good man. 
Don't worry about your uniform. If need be, we will battle like the Greek Olympians in the buff with plenty of tackling. I want blood. I want spit. I want all the manly juices left on the field. Uh, maybe I can just... I'll make sure to tackle Goldilocks extra hard. We're on the same team. Makes it easier. I like all that naked talk. I'm stripping down. I'm really gonna stick to Goldilocks. Cause I got a lot of weeping sore. That's the spirit! Can we go over the rules? I've never played. Well, it's a young sport and the rules are all in flux. We'll solve some of that today. It'll be a grand experiment. No rules, just right. Can we at least have a no-killing rule? Oh, look here. Goldilocks wants no <laughs> killing. Oh, oh, and maybe we should smooch his owies, too. That'd be nice. Mm, let's compromise, fellas. We're all gentlemen. Limited killing. Try to keep it under four. Is four fair? How do we feel about four? Four's good? Okay, good. <laughs> There's only one Goldilocks, so that fits my quota. That's the bell! The bell being what we call the whistle. The whistle is called the bell. If you need a break, make sure to ask for the right one as they... Wait, uh, the whistle bell or the bell whistle? Oh, Eugene, you're such a scamp. Let's go break some heads, boys. Get ready to get wrecked. If the bell is the whistle and the whistle is the bell, then if I bell, whistle, whistle, bell, bell, whistle... So, double the hits? Great idea, Eugene. Oh, bird turds. The audience roared as the teams took the field. Roosevelt beamed as he put on his special Brooks Brothers-made jersey that was split down the middle, half from each team, and a special stripe down the middle denoting his head referee status. Bully! <laughs> Bully! Bully! From the stands, people waved pennants and held up banners. Shandell waved to Eugene. Eugene, though, didn't see her. But then again, he didn't see much because he had a clod of grass in his eye. He tried rubbing it, but... This just got more dirt and grass in his eye. Roosevelt blew his bell and the teams lined up. It was a game of man versus man, but mostly men versus Eugene, as Eugene was smashed over and over and over. Hits knocked him high into the air. During one play, while tossed like a rag doll, for a moment he looked down at the earth and thought, this must be what a bird sees. Before landing hard on his face. The impact caused the onlookers to wince, and Shandell clutched Dora's hand, but then pulled it away nervously. The game continued. There was some scoring, some more plays. I don't know the intricacies of early period football, but it was a lot of roughhousing. Finally, Roosevelt signaled and said, Two minute warning! You've all been warned. For the next two minutes, all laws are suspended. That's just what I wanted to hear. Because this two-minute warning is a warning to all of you. Who said that? Uh, me! Up in the stands! Look, he's up in the stands! I just said that! I am piecemeal, the patchwork man! An artist in the genre of crime and fear! And I'm here to assassinate the governor! This is like that novel, Jack Shepard. Or La Mort de Duc de Juice. Or 12th chapter of the Genji, Genji Monogatari. Don't worry, I know none of you have read it. I don't expect you to know it. But it's, it's very, very, very good. Better than any of the things that you listed. That's, that's nonsense. But you wouldn't get it. Of course not. What do I expect? <laughs> oh, oh. But do go on, strange man, go ahead. 
head. I love watching tribal disputes play right in front of my eyes. Amazing savages. <sighs> this is unique, original, and this dispute will be to shoot. Terrible puns. They're indifferent to your villainy. There's no need for this bravado. Though I am surprised everyone can hear everyone else so clearly around the stadium. But where's Big Stick? He can save us. Oh, he's um he's on sabbatical at the Kellogg Institute showing everyone what a true specimen of masculinity looks like. He's certainly not gotten too big for the costume and had it said to be let out a bit. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Piecemeal laughed as he hopped onto the playing field, two guns drawn. And now, for my greatest performance, Assassin! Yes, I better perform and never killed a leader before, huh? Piecemeal leveled his revolver at the governor. Everyone was frozen in terror. It seemed nothing could be done. But then, something was done. From the sidelines, a football was thrown, and it hit Piecemeal square in the face. He dropped the guns and staggered backwards. A forward pass in football. We must add to the rules since it saved us. But who was it? Oh, look at that. I guess I am here to help you. Kato Beach? Thank you! Now, officers, get him! And the officers quickly ran over and grabbed Kato. Uh, gentlemen, really? Not him. He's the hero. The patchwork man. Uh, sorry, sir. We didn't see the button. <laughs> we just assumed... <laughs> assumed? Hmm? Um, statistically, you know... And what statistics are those? Hey! I want attention! No! Me! Piecemeal stomped over, back to the stands, as he chided the crowd. Fine. You foiled my assassination, but that's not the only crime. <laughs> There's also robbery! <laughs> oh, I'll take that. Sacra Blue! My Sacra Blue! He Sacra stole it! Yes! And also, kidnapping! <laughs> Come here! Let me go! Don't 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 Piecemeal is an artist! And with that, Piecemeal escaped with the Sacre Bleu and Dora Lopez. And it was at that point that Hawthorne P. Westwood pulled himself to his feet. My stupor is over. What'd I miss? Perfect timing. As always. And what did you do to stop whatever it was? I was trying to help, but they can't hear me from up in the cheap seats. It's terrible acoustics. The panic was starting to overtake the crowd as Governor Roosevelt tried to calm the panicked patrons. More deep breaths, less running amok. They're not listening. Hey, stop. Hey. Oh, my bell. That's the signal. Everybody dogpile Goldilocks. Ooh. Oh, come on. Get dog. Ooh. Dog. Oh. My everything. That solved nothing. I need to use my police force's greatest talent. 
brutality! Quickly, Roosevelt used his officers to forcibly subdue and then douse the crowd with buckets of cold water to calm them. Then, slap-out-of-it slaps were delivered by professional slappers, who were supposed to perform the halftime slap-time extravaganza, and thus the crowd was calmed and escorted out. No refunds were given. Lastly, Governor Roosevelt convened a meeting in his makeshift war room in the Polo Grounds Lounge with a few trusted spectators. This ice bath should help the swelling, Eugene. Mm. Oh, your poor nose. And I just fed him a bunch of morphine. Boy, oh, and your ears. Oh, they're all chewed up. It's fine. I'll track down this patchwork fiend. Mm. He's in no condition to go. And you can't go alone. I'll go. Good. My men have tracked him to the sewers. Sewers? Ew. I'm not going. But I'll split the reward. I'm assuming there's a reward. There is. And a medal. Great. I'll see you at the award ceremony. I can do it by myself. I've done this We all know the rule of the sewers is always in tours. No solo sewer adventures. That's why I'm going. Former officer come political dandy doubles? Dora is my campaign manager, and I won't see anything happen to her. Let's do this. Do this? But what of Eugene? I was going to have doubles take him home. Me? Why me? Who else is there? I know it's a big city, but we like to keep it all tight-knit. Uh, I'll take Eugene home. It's the least I can do. I feel somehow responsible for him. Like a little brother or a pet. Thank you. Cato, you've done so much for us. Oh, I know. I'm used to working the equivalent of six men and getting the credit of less than half of one and the respect of maybe a third of another. And three men are on a train heading toward Boston at two men's worth per man hour. We and don't I, have time uh, for this. To the sewers! Yes! Okay. But what we do have time for is my thanking you. Let me know if there's anything I can do. Well, now that you mention it, Flavius Flavus has let me create my passion project, the fair of past and future. I was hoping maybe you could spread the word. Let us put up more advertising, hand out some pamphlets. I can do better than that! I'm ordering a state holiday and forcing everyone to attend. And I'll give out vouchers to those who can't afford it. It will be the biggest cultural event since the execution of Roxalana Drews. Amazing. Oh, you are a great man, sir. Truly. Now, I shall get this here wounded warrior home. Up we go. Mama? Uh, no, but as they say, a factum fieri infectum non potest. And with that, Cato scooped up Eugene in his arms and carried him to his carriage and took him home. <sighs> there we are, on to the couch. <sighs> Heavier than I expected. Ow. Oh, that morphine has your eyes swimming. Swum in. <laughs> you know, it's such a fun little game we play, is it not? How easy it'd be with you so incapacitated to kill you right now. But where's the pleasure in that? Hmm? <laughs> no, I think I'll kill you after I sit for a spell. Hello. Oh, 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 Eugene, I'm sure somewhere in the recesses of that brain of yours, you must realize I'm behind it all. The invisible enemy, all of these companies, these machinations, are my doing. There is no Flavius Flavors, only Cato Beach. And here you are, just helpless. Mm, bless your heart. I'll help you, Eugene.
Landwell Murders is a Roy Gold production. It was written by Jonathan A. Goldberg with music by Matt Roy Berger. It was directed by James Oliva and mixed by Martin D. Fowler. Editing help by Hannah Fairchild. Have you listened to all the other great Roy Gold shows like Fall of the House of Sunshine? I hear the actor that plays Pangla is really cool. Man, I wish I could meet them. I just... Oh, man. Some things are only for the journal. Anyway, check it out at podmusical.com and why not rate and review all our shows, maybe? Oh, and stay salty and always sodium toward chloride. Elsewhere. 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 Oh no, elsewhere isn't a word anymore. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.